I want to start out this morning with a quote from Father Zacharias' book from a few years ago where he offers some commentary on this particular gospel passage from Luke on the Sunday of Zacchaeus. And I wanted to share it with you because it really speaks to each and every one of us and I want you all to personalize it as you listen to the words. No matter how greatly we have corrupted our hearts through sin, there comes a time when we burn with the desire to know the Lord, to know just who He is. No matter how dense the darkness of the pit of sin into which we have sunk, sooner or later the moment comes when the question of eternity refuses to be ignored any longer. We begin to see our past life as one massive betrayal of God, as a wholly unjust offense against Him. Our spirit now yearns for things eternal, For we have begun to see the vanity of anything that does not bear the seal of eternity. This is a crucial moment, for our eternal future depends entirely on the direction we choose to take. If we turn to the living God and accept His Word, fervently desiring to see the face of the Lord, He will enlighten us and begin His work of salvation in our soul. We will embark then on an adventure with God. All we need is the desire to know Him and a little bit of humility. There's a reason why the church in her wisdom has placed this particular gospel passage not too far away from the, the beginning of Great and Holy Lent. And the theme is desire. And it is the one thing that we all must have in order to see the Lord and to know the Lord. It is such an important part of who we are that our God in creating us made it one of the three faculties of the soul. One of the three faculties of the soul. And it's known as the appetitive And the word indicates appetite. And we have appetites for things. We can call them cravings. We can call them whatever you want. These are things that we want, that we desire, that we want to possess. And it can be attention from other people. It can be material things like a car or a phone or a radio. It could be degrees in education. It could be popularity amongst other people. There is this longing within us, this appetite that we all have. This appetite, the appetitive power of the soul, though, was given to us by God so that we would desire and long and thirst and hunger for Him and Him alone. And what happens is that in our fallen state, that part of the soul gets misdirected onto other things in life. And we seek out meaning and purpose and worth and value by connecting to the things that we desire and want the most, even relationships. And lo and behold, we always find out one thing. We are left empty. There is no way to be fulfilled 
by anything that is in the created world. We can only be fulfilled by that which is uncreated and in whose image we have been created, and that is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When the appetitive power of our soul is used properly, it truly enables us to be able to fulfill what we read in Scripture in the Gospel of Matthew, that we are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our mind, and all of our soul, and others, when it is directed properly. Though this man that we read about this morning, Zacchaeus, was a despised man, he was a tax collector, and he took advantage of many people, and he robbed them of their earnings, something very significant took place in his heart, something that was very unexpected. And he became consumed with the desire to see the Lord, for it says, he sought to see who he was. Father Zacharias commenting on that says, Zacchaeus, his desire made him run ahead and climb a sycamore tree so that he could see the Lord. But what was happening in his heart was visible only to him who is both God and man. The crowd could not see the transformation of his heart nor could they understand the nature of his desire to the extent that as a grown man he climbed up in a tree. But even before Zacchaeus had seen him, the Lord had perceived the movement of Zacchaeus' heart in a supernatural way with the eyes of his divinity. He saw that the wild and greedy heart of the chief publican had now begun to soften and melting with desire had become transfigured so that he was ready to bear within himself the image of Christ. This is what the power of that faculty of the soul has in terms of our connection with our Creator. It has the ability to allow ourselves to open up completely to bear the image of Christ within us and to commune with Him. St. Theophon the Recluse says that usually after a thought is born in our mind to do something, an idea, we lean into that thought with all of our desire and we begin to remove all obstacles and to resolve to do it, whatever that thought is. In just the same way, with the resolve to live the Christian life. And the Christian life is nothing more than a life in Christ, just like the spiritual life is nothing more than a life within the Holy Spirit. It's the same. We lean into it with all of our desire. We remove obstacles within by developing our resolve, and then we resolve to do it. As, Saint, uh, as Father Zacharias has said earlier, he said our eternal future depends on the direction we choose to take in this matter. It's so easy to get entangled by the things of this life and for our appetite, that appetitive faculty of the soul, to get misdirected away from God into the things of this world. It's very easy for that to happen. And so there's a part of us that has to have this firm resolve. And St. Theophon says that if you feel like you lack the desire, then that's the first thing you need to pray for, is to give me the desire to desire you, Lord. 
That's where you start. And it's by the grace of God that He gives you just a little bit of that desire and mixed with a little bit of humility, we can open up our hearts fully to do the will of God. And this Sunday, the Sunday of Zacchaeus, we see this in in a most improbable person. A man who was in love with money, whose life was nothing but greed, and it didn't matter who he took advantage of to get what he wanted. And yet we see that there was this spark, and he wasn't even aware, he wasn't even fully aware of what he was doing and why he was doing it. He just knew he had this desire to see the Lord. And the Lord saw that desire, and that's when he approached him. And he saw that he was willing to make a fool of himself to climb up to a tree and to be the scorn of the people around him. But he was willing to bear that. And that's another part too, because sometimes we may feel held back in terms of fully giving ourselves over to Christ and on Christian life because we're afraid of what other people may think, how we may then be perceived, or what we may have to give up or lose, as if what we have in our possession is greater than what we're going to receive in Christ. He is the pearl of great price which a man sold everything in order just to have that one thing. That's hard for us to conceptualize sometimes. We have another thing that's going on inside of us, and that is in our brains, we have a reward center. Okay? A pleasure, a reward center. That when we engage in some sort of activity, if it brings us some sort of happiness or pleasure or high or or fulfillment of some sort, because there's a release of a chemical, one of the chemicals known as dopamine, you know what it does? It increases the likelihood that we're going to repeat that same activity because we want the same results. It's like giving a gerbil a little piece of food. It's the same idea. So we are, we're in a very rough place, people. Because we live in a world that's very sensual, that's very uh, material-fold. We, we, we are confronted daily through advertisement on the radio, on television, on the billboards, everywhere we look, that we are incomplete if we don't have something. Whatever it is that they're trying to sell. And that we're not really going to be fulfilled or be equal to or be in step with society and the rest of the people unless and all of that is the distractions that we have to fight in order to turn our hearts in that appetitive power towards the one person that gave it to us and that is God the the reality is that what we have pales in comparison to what we're being offered and even though Zacchaeus had a lot of money and, and, and he had a lot of things from that money He was willing, because of this small amount of desire, to see who the Lord was. And it changed his life forever, even at that moment. He knew the moment the Lord came to him and spoke to him and said, Come down so that I may come into your home. It transformed him immediately. And what he was then able to give away to people that he had taken from, it didn't matter anymore. Those great things that he possessed had zero value. The thing that had the greatest value now was the relationship between him and the man he was looking face to face with. And that was Christ. Because he knew in him, he had everything. He possessed everything. And everything is eternal life. Everything is not what we can get here. Everything is eternal life. And Zacchaeus knew that. So there's this this beautiful uh, purpose that our, our church puts this particular 
reading at this time during the ecclesiastical years, we approach a time where we begin to give up things. Not, not in a way like I'm giving up chocolate or things like that from a Western perspective, but it's all about denying myself. And you're going to hear a lot about that in the Sundays to come. But it's for a purpose. And the reward is, not that we should pursue this for a reward, but just out of love for God, is that we may have eternal life with our Father in Heaven, and all the saints, and the Mother of God, and all those people who have gone before us, who have served and dedicated their life to our Lord, so that we may rest and be at peace for all eternity with Him and His kingdom. Amen.